Hello, and welcome to Marriage Unchained, the art of one flesh, where saving marriages, saving families, and saving souls is the flavor of the day. Now, let's join our host and author of Marriage Unchained, Catholic Alpha Radical, Jerry Jacobs Jr. Welcome to Catholic Alpha Radical Live, where I help you fix your Catholic marriage. I've coached and helped hundreds of men in their marriages, and now I want to help you. Call 313-RADICAL now. That's area code 313-RADICAL. And ask me anything on tough marital issues, such as what to do when she's asked for divorce. What to do when you have a mutual agreement of separation, but you didn't want it. What to do when your wife is cold and distant. What to do when your wife is having an affair. What to do when your marriage is bad, boring, lukewarm, and passionless. What to do when you engage in a mental embrace less than once a month? What to do when you sleep in separate bedrooms? What to do when she has left the home with or without the children? What to do when you're divorced but didn't want it? Call 313-RADICAL. That's area code 313-723-4225. That's area code 313-723-4225. Again, call 313-RADICAL right now for answers to intimacy problems, communication problems, prayer and spiritual warfare problems, authentic masculinity problems, a.k.a. how to man up. So... Sit back, relax, take a chill pill, and get ready to rock. But don't duck. Can you feel it? Catholic Alpha Radical coming at you now. Hello and welcome to Catholic Alpha Radical Live. The podcast that helps you fix your Catholic marriage while also giving you winning tactics for marriage problems, girlfriend problems, and those all important intimacy problems for men. But moreover, where my main mission is to keep you out of divorce court and where marriage unchained, the art of one flesh divorce combat coaching is the flavor of the day while also helping me understand marriage and courting not dating in the Catholic faith. Why? Because dating is for sex and courting is for marriage. In this 110th episode, the Holy Lovers series continues with how to save my Catholic marriage when my wife has just plain given up. And today we uncover the all, all important gift number 18, plus live calls from you answering your marriage and crisis questions. So get in that queue for some resolution to your marriage confusion. Quote of the day. So let's do this. Quote. Young couples who equate marriage and the thrill often refuse to reimburse nature with children and thus lose love. As the violinist with a gift for music who does not practice loses the gift, take the talent away from him. Matthew 25, 28. The first love is not necessarily the lasting love. The thrill of the young priest at his first solemn mass and the near ecstasy of the nun and her clothing are like candy given by God to urge them to climb spiritually. Later on, the sweetness is taken away and it takes a supreme effort of the will to be all one ought to be. So with the honeymoon of marriage, The term itself indicates that at first the love is honey, but afterwards it is as changeable as the moon. End quote. Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen, book three, To Get Married. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me to help you in yours. Get live Catholic marriage help Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern for some resolution to your marriage confusion.
And so we are back, and I must apologize for starting late, but of course, it's not me. It's Comcast. <laughs> Infinity. <laughs> Internet stopped working. It's storming here. Getting ready to storm. It's cloudy and rainy. So I had to use to go to my backup internet, which is AT&T, and then hopefully that'll work. If Hopefully that's not the, the one that works the best, but hopefully I don't get any lagging and stuff like that. So please try to forgive the stream. But the, you know what? The main thing is not my ugly face, but the sound of my ugly face. No. <laughs> so let's get started today, shall we? This is a very, very important show, my friends. It is important. Why? Because intimacy is the second most important thing in your marriage. Don't let anybody tell you any different. And if they do and you believe it, your marriage will fail. Straight up, straight out. You got to understand women and you got to understand why they create it. And you've got to understand how they are made. And if you do, you will realize as we're going to go over in this show today, why and how women are wired. And that's my job to teach you as a great husband, how your wife thinks, what she thinks, her emotions, where that leads her and the depth of her pain. Okay. And once you understand that it's, 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 you're on the way to being the husband that your wife needs, which is a holy lover, which is the second task of the holy lover, right? The first task of a holy lover is to be the man God created you to be. And then once you get that one, the hang of that one, that astronomical, <laughs> once you get hang of that astronomical idea, then you've got the second astronomical idea, which is how to be the husband that your wife needs. And that is the key to a legendary marriage. Remember, it's not about you, gentlemen. It is about that beloved woman that you have chose to spend the rest of your life with. And today I want to bring you one of the most important things that you will ever learn with anybody in this world. And that is the importance of your sexual health as a man, what it's for, what you need it for, how you can crash it and how it will destroy your marriage and any relationship that you have with any woman. Okay. So now, as promised, the radical rant of the day. First off, let's get some calls in here. Um, if you are a man that has erectile dysfunction, if you're a man that has premature ejaculation, uh, if you're a man that your sexual problems and your sexual health, which I'm going to explain what that is, is causing marital issues. And I get a lot of those men in my program. It's important that you call, share this podcast today, because this is one of the ones that you will not want to miss. Today and tomorrow, because today is part one and tomorrow is part two. We're going to cover five today and going to cover five tomorrow. Um, and uh, again, don't let anybody tell you how important the mental embrace is in your marriage. Um, it is very important. So that being said, how to save your marriage when my wife is given up. And today's gift is gift number 18, which states, I'm proud to say, a holy lover protects his sexual health at all times, at all times. Boom, 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 boom. So what is a husband? So we're going to go over our little questions that we always do to get your mind kind of going in the direction that it needs to go in order to get the most benefit out of this show today. So what is a husband's sexual health and why is it important to maintain it? Your sexual health is the key to the coup de grace of you as a man. It is one of the most great powers that, that God has given you the grace to have. Most men, I must say, use that power in a very wrong and inappropriate manner. But the church has pulled back on the teachings of intimacy in marriage, is in marriage period, what marriage is for how to treat women in the bedroom, out the bedroom. And basically I have done you a favor and I've researched a lot of this stuff and come up with what I can help you with. Um, and that is really, men don't really understand what their real purpose in the bedroom is. They don't really understand what sex really is about. They really don't understand all of that. And if they did, if more men grew up 
and understand and understood their sexual power, they would definitely feel a lot more confident. They would feel a lot more of being that you are a gift that you bestow on your beloved wife. And if once you understand that, man, your life changes. Look, I was a premature ejaculator, man. I was bad. I mean, it wasn't 30 seconds or nothing like that, man, but it was it was bad, dude. I mean, I I mean, it was bad. <laughs> That's all I can say. <laughs> you know, as if that's a premature ejaculator, what do you do? You know, you do all these tricks to try to prolong the sex act. You do all these things to try to please your wife. And, and you know, you know in the end that you're really not, but you try your best. And that w- and what does that bring up on in us? Women don't really understand that how important, how fragile a man's ego is when it comes to sex. Or they don't understand how fragile a, a, a man's sexual organs are just in general. I had a client who his wife wanted to make love like every single day, two or three times a day. Um, and he had an erectile dysfunction problem. And I was helping him with it. But she wouldn't stop long enough to allow him to get healthy enough for him to be able to do what she was asking him to do. And the problem is... She looked at it like this. What is just your penis? <laughs> it should work whenever I need it. That kind of that kind of attitude. Women, you know, today men we're looked up on as buffoons. We're just looked up on as dummies. Um, we're looked up on as you know our stuff. Our sexual health doesn't mean anything, you know. But a woman's sexual health. Oh my God. You know, oh, we got to talk about that. We got to make sure that, you know, she's everything is she needs, gets everything she needs. And, you know, how important her vase is, which is a vagina, her important her vagina is and how important her breasts are and how important her mental health is. And because all of this is so important for a woman. But then if anybody's ever had a wife, it's always something wrong with them. (laughs) Come on, man, be serious. I tell my wife this all the time. Man, there's something always wrong with y'all. Y'all can't, you know, you know, some, you know, this hurts, that hurts, you know, I got a headache or, you know, I don't feel good. I got to go to the doctor for this and the doctor for that. I got to get this test and that test. There's always something wrong with them. (laughs) So that being said, I want you to understand that I understand your plight as a man. It took me a long time to really understand and how important our sexual health is as a man. And of course, uh, there's a lot of uh, stuff on the internet, but they don't say nothing, you know, because we're not important, right? We aren't important, which, hey, I don't mind, you know, I understand I'm a man of Christ, so I don't really mind about being important or not. But I do mind that I can at least find the proper information that I need. You know what I'm saying? The proper information to get myself so that, you know, I don't go through ED and premature ejaculation and masturbation and pornography and all this kind of stuff that really damages us, damages us as men. And we can't perform up to world class level as a lover. And believe it or not, you can become a world class lover for the benefit of God and your wife and your marriage. Okay, next. So why does it take authentic masculinity to protect our sexual health? Sexual health, to maintain it, to to keep it up to par, dude, it is, look, it is, it is, it takes a lot of discipline, you know, and if as a man, you don't keep it up, you will lose it. How many older dudes or even younger dudes you see walking around with a cane? You know, they walking around, they can't barely get up and stand. Um, they got to have, they riding around these little mechanical wheelchairs and stuff. Um, they, you know, they, they, it's just terrible. It's just terrible for them. And so what, before I go any further, let me explain to you what actually is my definition of sexual health. And the reason I say my definitions, because this is one of the few things that I don't go on God on because it's because there's nothing on this in the church for that. So this is me, my experience, my research, my experience, my experience, my experience, <laughs> my experience. Okay. So it behooves you to listen to me on this one. Um, this is one of the very few things where I, I'm upfront about that. The way I look about, I look about sex is completely different than 
most people look about sex, especially Orthodox Catholics and Orthodox Christians. Like, why are you talking like about sex? Well, because you don't know how to do sex right, and your wife is unhappy. Well, that's why. Because <laughs> sex is the second most important thing in your marriage, besides prayer and God. And if you don't understand that, you will screw it up. You will screw it up. I'm telling you, I've seen it happen so many times. All right. So sexual health, what is it? Sexual health is anything that is that positively affects or is harmful or negatively affects our ability as husbands to make world class love to our beloved wife physically or spiritually for the benefit of God and the benefit of our beloved wife. Simple, huh? No, it ain't simple, is it? I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> but that is it. Um, and we'll go over that definition again. But I wanted to get on the right page for that because I don't want you guys. I'm very serious about what I'm talking about today. I'm very passionate about what I do. I, my job is me and the Holy Spirit's job is we save marriages. That's playing out. And it what I and what I advocate works. I'm not a very prideful man. I'm not a very egotistical man. I am not a very um uh, what do you call it? Um, not ego. Uh, what's this? We you know whether one. I'm not egotistical in that in that kind of way. Um, and um, cocky. You know, I'm not a very cocky man. But in and this is sometimes you have to be cocky on on certain things. Um, when you're good at what you do, and and the reason why is because people need a little bit of that. Um, because in, in when if I tell you that what I'm going to talk about is of the utmost importance today, it is. And I'm telling you to listen. This is one of the things I'm telling you today. You need to listen. Okay, really. Um, and so as we go along, what's the next question? So what uh, where we go? Uh, why is sex the second most important thing in marriage? Well, simple. Emotional closeness for your wife. She first thing you got to understand is sex is not about you, man. It's not. And if you have that mentality like that, you will fail every time you will fail and your wife will be a sexually unfulfilled woman. She'll be frustrated. She'll be angry. She won't be. She'll get depressed. All of these things that men don't understand their power as men and that how we control a lot of things. Yep. And that being said, you know, emotional closeness, as I've, you hear me preach all the time, is the most important thing for a woman. So without intimacy, there is no emotional closeness. It ain't. And if it is, it's minimal. All right. OK, if you a man, you are a defender and a protector and server of your home, which means what your man radar kicks up anytime your wife is unhappy. So if you want to make your wife happy, you've got to start with yourself, as always. Okay, next. Why is pornography harmful to our sexual health? Okay, we'll talk. I'm not going to really go into that, but we're going to talk about that. It's very important. Um, we got to protect ourselves. Pornography, man, is, is, is damaging. It does a lot of things. There are consequences to going against God on this one, physically and spiritually. And we'll go into that. Why is masturbation harmful to our sexual health? Same stuff. Same thing. Okay. Um, next one. Why is premature ejaculation harmful to to our sexual health? Well, I talk about that a little bit. You know, if if as a man, uh, we are unable to to uh, prolong the sexual session, then what that means? What that our wife is not fulfilled as a woman, and she's not happy. You got to remember, as we're going to talk about later, as I've talked about before. Sex for women is way more important than men. Why? Because women are receivers. And so when they receive, it is a it is a psychological, it's an emotional, it's a spiritual type of thing for them. Um, and if as a man, we don't realize how important that is, we take it lightly. We we look at our ego and our happiness and our desires and wants. And if we do it like that, we are doing an injustice to God and our beloved wife. Uh, next, um, what does what we eat harm? How does what we eat harm our sexual health? No matter what no doctor tells you, I don't care who they are. If they're telling you that you can kind of eat kind of just what you want and and, and kind of like you can, you know, and telling you certain things to eat, cert, man, what we put in our mouth 
is everything when it comes to our health. Everything, sexually, everything. And if it, and usually when we go, when things go bad, the first thing that goes is our, um, our how our how our sexual organs operate. Right? We all know that. Start putting stuff in our mouth, and and all of a sudden it affects that. So this is why it's important that today I'm going to teach you a little bit about. What you put in your mouth can crash your sexual health and it can crash your overall health. Now, a lot of guys going to say, well, I eat this and I eat that. And I think I'm going to tell you what I am 280, 90 pounds, some 70, 70 pounds right now. I'm telling you, I've been big my whole life and I would be four or 500 pounds if I didn't eat the way I eat. But I'm telling you what, I'm on no medications. I'm 57 years old. I'm on no medications None, zero, zilch. I have no arthritis, no diabetes, no heart disease, no lung problems. I have none of that crap. Now you tell me. Now, how many dudes do you know in their 50s or in their 30s or 40s, whatever, that are on no medications whatsoever? So I'm trying to help you understand. I am not perfect, but I use me as a thing because I'm a bad example. I'm a good example of what I'm trying to help you with, you know. Um, so that being said, um, why is it unfair to our beloved wife if we harm our sexual health? Boom. Well, that's that's important. Um, and we'll go into that. 13, how can offenses against chastity such as pornography and masturbation open the door to the demonic in our home and harm our souls? And so these are the things that I'm going to go over today and try to help you guys with and give you some perspective on what's going on. And sure, a lot of you ain't going to be into what I mean. Hey, what I'm trying to say, that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> Uh, hey, all I'm trying to do is get you to understand what's going on. And if if you if you're not receptive to it, that's cool, man. But I'm telling you what, my way works. Does yours? Has it? Huh? <laughs> you know. And sometimes, like I said, you got to be a little cocky because dudes, man, these days, most people, especially men, that's how they go on. You know, they they go on what they think, what they know, what they believe, and most of us don't know a dang on thing about relationships. We, d we don't. And it what encompasses a great relationship and all the things and all the facets that go into creating a great relationship. Okay. So fellas, we're going to take a break. We're going to take a break real quick and then we're going to come back and we're going to really get into this. And I hope you stick around because I want to uh, help you become a holy lover. <laughs> If you're getting value from this podcast and would like more personal marriage help, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an opportunity to work with me personally for free. Yes, within 30 days, learn how to become a better husband that attracts your wife back to you. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com and get a plan tailored specific to your marriage and situation. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me the chance to help you using my personal and gained experience. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior coaching for your marriage. Again, SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com. That's SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com to become the man God created you to be and the husband your wife needs. Lastly, I always get the question, why don't you help women? And I always answer them, I do. So for all of you beloved wives out there that want to reignite that feeling of emotional closeness and complete love from your hubby, consider marriage coaching and visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an improved marriage within 30 days. All right, all right. I don't know why that's doing that anyway. Whatever. So we are back and we are gonna rock it again. If you are a man and you have ha are having sexual health problems and you wanna and you need some resolution uh to that, then give a call, especially if you have erectile dysfunction, premature ejaculation, um, those kind of things, because those, believe it or not, they can be helped. Um, and, um, you have to know, but you have to know what you're doing and you have to be willing to sacrifice for it. All right. So that being said, 
let's go into our show today of how to save your marriage when your wife is giving up. Now, why do I say that? See, y'all don't even know why I say that, right? So why? Because that's what I specialize in. So I help men save their marriage when their wife has plain given up. There are very few people in the entire world that focus, that, that specialize in that. Why? Because everybody wants to go to a marriage counselor or if they go to a coach, they really, you know, they really don't understand. And my specialty is not just helping a marriage become good and great. It's not just become to help get a wife back when, when you lose her. It's also helps you to understand that once you, if you, once you get your wife back, how to keep her loved, feeling loved, fulfilled and satisfied forever. Wow. That's a bold claim, ain't it? forever. I'm not playing. I'm not playing. Okay. This is what I specialize in. And I don't care if you think you got a good marriage or a great marriage or a bad marriage or whatever it is you think you have. Your goal is to get your family, your wife to heaven and her is to get you to heaven. And, but you've got your wife in order for her to cooperate. She has to feel that she is the most important person in your life forever. So basically, what does that mean? You're 50 years old. You have 50 years left of marriage. How are you going to keep your wife from not being bored with you? Or how are you going to keep her from not being, uh, you know, from, from, from being indifferent with you, from being excited about you? How are you going to create that? Let's say you're 20 years old. You're a young buck. You're a young buck and you just got married. You have 80 years left of marriage. 80. How are you going to stop your marriage from getting dry and boring and crazy for 80 years? See, that's what I'm talking about, baby. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> so let's get started. So today, gift number 18 is a holy lover protects his sexual health at all times. Woo-hoo-hoo. That's what I'm talking about, baby. I love talking about the ma- making love mastery category, but this is in this is in the art of manliness category. Why? Because it takes a real, authentic man to protect your sexual health, to keep it right, to get it, you know, to keep it on the right track. Okay, and we're going to explain why. So, the first thing we're going to talk about again: what is husband's a husband's sexual health, and why is it important to maintain? First of all, again, sexual health is anything that positively affects or is harmful or negatively affects our ability as husbands to make world-class love to our beloved wife physically or spiritually for the benefit of God. I forgot to put this part in my notes. For the benefit of God and our beloved wife. Boom. Boom. The reason I teach men how to be world-class lovers for not so they can go out and sleep with every floozy out there, that we can go out fornicate and mess around. The reason that I that I help men do that is because um, for the benefit of God and our wife. Why? Because if if we can, we need the grace from God. That's why you always bring God into your bedroom. Always bring God into your bedroom. So that you get the grace that, that that you and your wife and God, when you're making love, that you involve God, God is present in your lovemaking. Remember, every time you and your wife make love, you are renewing your marital vows. This is how important the marital embrace is, and most people don't get it. They don't get it. You know, making love is not supposed to be animalistic. Making love is supposed to be blissful. We ain't supposed to be hopping around like bunny rabbits for five and 10 and 15 minutes. No, we ain't supposed to be doing that. I don't care how young you are. Because if we doing, if we making love like that, we can't explore the mysteries of our beloved that way. And she can't, we don't give her time to understand how much we love her. Okay. So why is our sexual health important? Because she is our beloved wife and the mother of our children. And because she deserves no less than the best we can bestow upon her during the holy caress. Okay. Moreover, our mindset as husbands must always be to never, ever disappoint our beloved during the marital embrace. How many of us do that? How many of us do that? We disappoint our wife. 
course she ain't gonna say nothing, but she says something through what? If you have an irritable wife, if you have a very sweet wife and and she is not herself lately, um, if you have a um if your wife is doing a lot of yelling at the kids, she's very argumentative, she's depressed, she seems unhappy. Man, your wife is has sexual problems, man. She has sexual problems. Um, it's very important. And peaks, sex, sexual peaks for women, which is what I call orgasms, because everybody gets all weird. We start saying orgasm too much on the radio or in person. Folks get all crazy. So when I say sexual peak, that's what I mean. And so women without the sexual peaks, they get they 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 start to feel their husband don't love them. And if you think about what I'm saying, man, it makes sense. How many times have you heard women say it the same thing? Man, she needs a you-know-what. That's what's her problem. Everybody knows it, but nobody really talks about it and explains why, though. See, that's the beauty of it. And once you know why, then, oh, man, it becomes beautiful, and you understand the beauty of what God created, okay? So next, um, we can't disappoint our wife. And this requires a little, as little toxicity in the body as we can muster. Toxicity in your body will cause your sexual performance to dive far into under the ground. <laughs> boom, boom. Okay. If you are having those kind of problems, you must understand why. Um, and we're going to go into that. So next, why does it take authentic masculinity to protect our sexual health? So, simply put, to be a world-class lover requires unheard of discipline. What we put in our mouth, some sort of daily exercise, the mental mindset to sacrifice our wants, desires, and needs for that of our beloved wife during and before the marital embrace. One of the things you must learn is that sex happened, the marital embrace, the holy caress, making love the game happens before you make love, not at why do why you're doing it. Okay, remember Bobby Knight, one of the greatest coach uh, NBA basketball coaches in the history of the world, play for IU. What did he say? He wins the games before the game, and that's the deal. You satisfy and make your wife understand that you love her more than anything in the world before the marital embrace happens. If you wait until you're in the marital embrace, you're going to disappoint her and she ain't going to want to make love to you no more after after five years of that, a year, two years, whatever. Guys don't understand the reason our wives don't want to make love to us because they ain't having a good time. <laughs> you hear me? I'm going to say it again for you because you didn't hear me. The reason our wives give us excuses all the time about they don't want to make love to us because they ain't having a good time. That's it. That's it. And if as a man and a husband, we don't understand that. We think it is them. It ain't them. I had to have the real. It hit me hard. When my, when my wife first started that crap, they want to make love to me. Whether her, her libido was going down and stuff. Of course, what do we do? We try to go, well, it ain't me. Hey, I'm good. It's hers. Got to be her. Because why? Something always wrong with them. <laughs> that was my mindset, man. I am not lying. 20 years ago, that was my mindset. Yep. That ain't what, that's wrong. That's wrong. The problem is, was me. Me. It was me. It was me. It's me. This is why Jerry tells you to look. Every time there's a problem in your life, look at you and you have a uh, at least a, a 75 to 80, 90% chance of solving it. And guess what? Once you solve the problem in you, oh my God, then things open up to you, man. It's, that's why you hear me talk about suffering and sacrifice and getting rid of our ego and our pride. If you take your ego and pride in the bedroom, you lost already. They just whooped you. The other team just whooped you. The devil just whooped you. Okay, next. Um, let me see. Um, this is, let me see. So, um, the merit, the mental mindset to sacrifice our wants. I said this already, our wants, desires, and needs for that of our beloved wife doing it before the marital embrace next. And the knowledge to know why we are doing these things, which is to get rid of all. So why are we, why do we hear me talk about this, about our sexual health? Why is it so important? Why? 
to get rid of all of our wife's inhibitions and deep pain that she's incurred over her life to, in fact, bring forth her sacred self. Now, that's a deep for a lot of y'all. That's deep. But that's OK. That's what you got me for to explain what that means. OK, you've got to understand women do not take pain like men. They can't psychologically and emotionally why that's why you know used to be in the old movies you know you see women break down and start crying and stuff and man's like baby calm down it's gonna be okay because women that's that's what a true woman is she she needs to be emotional which is a perfection is so that she can nurture and bond with the children and nurture you so this is why when a when your wife breaks down and starts crying you got to take that really seriously man which most guys do you got to take that very seriously, man, because that means she is hurting deeply and too much of that, man, will cause trauma in her life. So what is trauma for a woman? Well, if a woman has slept with any man outside of her of her husband, even if she slept with her husband before she got married, this damages her soul. OK. If a woman has had a failed marriage before, this damages her soul. If a woman has had an abortion or miscarriage, if she's been sexually abused, if she's been raped, if a parent dies, if a sibling dies, if a child dies, any trauma in a woman's life, this she she doesn't get rid of it easily, right? She most of them she she really doesn't get rid of it, and all the talking in the world ain't gonna help it with the psychiatrist people. That's what they want to do. They want to talk, talk all the damn time. Talk, 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 talk. Talking for women, talking only works for about but about an hour. Then the person leaves, and after another hour a day, then they go back to doing what they're doing. Okay? In order for your wife to, to remove the inhibitions and, sec and, the, and the trauma that has been built up over her life and, and, and what's been happening in your marriage, you as the man must protect your sexual health and understand why. Because the way you make love to your wife helps to remove all of her pain and trauma and what I call inhibitions that have accumulated over her life. And you you chip away all that crap that she's been through, all the pain she's been through in her life. And you see the woman you you create the woman that is the that you marry, that you all the all the crud that 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 get you get rid of all of that. And what you see is the true woman that you that God presented to you. Now, listen, that's deep. And I know. Well, if you join my program and we'll go a lot deeper into that. But the main thing is you got to understand that, man. That's the that's the that's the philosophy behind it, that the reason you must come a world, become a world class lover is so that you can help your wife get over the pain and trauma in her life. OK, next. Number seven. Why is sex the second most important thing in marriage? Oh, my God. I covered this one a little bit already, but. The marital embrace is the second most important thing in marriage because it fosters and builds and helps maintain emotional closeness, which is arguably the most important thing for a wife in marriage. Every man that comes to me that has lost their wife, they have lost her because they allowed the emotional connection to degrade in their marriage and their wife could care less about them anymore. So what do we have to do? We got to get that back. Bam. Okay. And it's hard. But once you as a man understand that, let's say right now you're in a marriage right now and you you know the emotional connections about gone. You know how you know because for one thing, you only want to be around your wife too, really. She want to be around you. You don't want to be around her. Both of you do everything you can to be away from each other or not even that. You just hang out. When you hang out, you don't say nothing. You really don't talk. You engage each other. Can't don't do nothing. You send a basic, mediocre, boring, passionless marriage. Dude, your, your, your marriage about over. You just don't know it. Now, it might take another 30 years, but basically it's over. And who wants to be in a boring marriage for like 50 years or whatever? I know I didn't, and I know I don't. So you've got to understand, but once you understand these things, then you as a man, as a husband, as a Christian soldier, you move to correct these things, okay? Next, um, now, we're going to get in some untouchy stuff, you know, um, and 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 look, y'all, you know, this, this is the, the next few things. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, we might be done for the day, y'all, part one. Let me see. So, let me see. How many have we covered? 
We cover one, two, three, four, five. Oh, okay. All right. So we got three more to cover, and then we're done for the day. Because I, I wanna, we're gonna have half the day and half tomorrow. Okay. So the next three things, I might, since we, we, we have time, I might go ahead and do what I bet not. I bet do what I'm gonna say that I was gonna do because then it's gonna mess up my marketing. <laughs> five today, five tomorrow. Okay. So the next two, th- three things I'm gonna discuss, they gonna hurt your ego a little bit. They're going to hurt your ego a little bit. Two of them we'll discuss today and the other two, the other, the other one I'm going to discuss tomorrow. Okay. Um, but it's important that you really understand this and try your best to hear what I'm saying. Please try your best to hear what I'm saying and, and don't take it personal. It's because it's not personal, man. I've been exactly where you are, except I've never masturbated in my life. I don't understand what guys get out of it, but Hey, whatever floats your boat. Okay. But, I have had premature ejaculation, and I understand that the pains of that stuff. I've never had erectile dysfunction, um, and I have watched pornography, but that was so long ago. I think I might have been in my 20s or something. Um, But my point of it is I've been there, and I understand what you're going through. I understand how touchy these three things can be. But, man, my job is to really try to help you to understand why these things harm you. And they and there there are consequences, right? There are consequences to going against to going against our, our Lord. Okay. So the first thing is why is pornography harmful to our sexual health? So the reason pornography is harmful because it separates us from our beloved and the divine lover. So our beloved, when you hear me talk about our beloved, of course, that means your wife. When you hear me talk about the divine lover, that of course means God. And he is the divine lover. Why? Because he created marriage and he created sex to help you want to procreate and send and send um, saints, which is children, back to him to spend eternity in the beatific vision with him. Okay. If making love didn't feel good, we wouldn't do it. Right. We wouldn't. So this is why God is the divine lover. This is how you know that we are we were created, man. You you what the who we are as a man could not just haphazardly been made. There had to be a design to this. Right? If you just think about it, that's why you most of you guys are here. Because if I wasn't Catholic or Christian, you could just go think you you know, then you go be with go talk to anybody. You know, and and anybody that says they this you know marriage person or whatever, but being that I'm a Christian, I understand that we were created, and because why? This is not luck. It's not luck that we have us that men are this beautiful body and 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 powerful and, and intellectual and have this mind that rivals the universe. I mean, this is not something that is like will just happen. Of course it's not. So this is why you've got to understand that when pornography, man, it it lowers us, it lowers our intellect down to what we call dirt, man. You know, it we 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 turn we turn in up on ourselves, man. We're sitting there watching some stuff that you know it makes it 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 it, it separates us from our wife and from divine lover. That's why it's a mortal sin. Because pornography, what it does is it it gets us to be pleased with ourselves, which means what we're not. We don't want to go procreate with our wife. We don't want to create children. We don't want to create a, a beautiful marriage and a family because we're too into ourselves. It is selfish and harms the one flesh union God has in store for us. Man, I, man, listen, I will never in two lifetimes understand everything about my wife. And that's what motivates me. See, that's the that's the beauty about it, that if if you truly try to understand your wife and you really get into her, you will realize, man, I don't need pornography. I don't need masturbation. I don't need other women because, hell, I can't even, the woman I got, I can't keep her happy. <laughs> I can't even keep her together. You know, I can't even keep her to where she feels she is the most important thing, you know, um, and that's important. That's why curiosity, man, is 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 beautiful when it comes to your marriage and to your wife, because once you explore her and you really get into her, man, you don't really want another woman. You know why? 
Because the one you got, man, you can create and make her into the woman you need by just serving her first and being curious, right? So, um, so uh, it, it begins. Um, uh, it begins the mental state of looking at women as objects instead of our helpmates and guides. So that's what pornography does. It 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 it, it turns our brain into this mush of women are just and they're not a human person. They're just an object, like a knife, fork, or spoon that we use. You know. And so when we, we start thinking of women like that, then we forget that they're a human person, that they have a soul, that God loves them and created them. And so you know how it is, you know, like a car, our car, you know, people kill me how they say a car is their baby. That's so important to them and stuff like that, like material things like or, 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 you know, like, you know, but man, if a car is a car, you know, it's a car is a car. But my wife, I can't replace that. You know, even say, you know, even if my wife dies, I can get another wife, but that's not the wife I lost. You see what I'm saying? Okay. Next, um, our wife is our helpmate and our guide. You know, I try to get into men's hands that we must allow our wives to be our helpmates to guide us. Why? Because they love us more than anything. They love us more than anybody. Okay. Oh, I hope this is not a bad thing. Ah, good. Okay, good. Um, so, Matthew, my man Matthew says, pornography is the worst, the images and the nasty stuff you see, the nasty treatment of women as objects. Even once you repent, the devil never stops trying to put nasty images in your head. Woo, that is so true. And while Father Ribbaker says that uh, we must, um, Father Ribbaker says that we must pray for the grace of forgetfulness. I forgot what exactly he calls it, but when we, that's why custody of the eyes is so important um, because, you know, the things that we see, we can't get rid of that. Right. And so father Ripperker would say that we pray for um, asking the, our Lord to get rid of that, to, to remove those images from our mind. And it, it supposedly it works. The problem is you got to remember to do it. <laughs> All right. Oh, don't you hate it? You got to remember to do all this stuff. <laughs> Next, though. So it also pornography, it also fosters a mindset trigger that over time makes it difficult for us to perform at a world class level. When we make love to our wife. Don't get it twisted. Your job is to become a world class lover, man, for your wife and for God. I'm not going to stop saying that. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Um, because you chose her, she chose you make it work. That's what I say. Um, and so, um, that's, that's the thing when you, I can't tell you the confidence that you have as a man when it comes to loving your wife and being near her and having conversations with her, you know, because once you understand about these things I'm talking about, protecting your sexual health, what happens is, man, you never worry about your wife leaving. You never worrying about her with other men. You never, you know, you know, about none of that stuff. Why? Because you two are too close. You're too close. And if you stay on your game, which you hear me always say, if you stay on your game, you don't ever have to. That's one of the things you never have to worry about. You just got to stay on top of your game. Right. OK. Uh, next one. And the last one of the day. One, two, three, four, five. Yes. The next one, the last and the last one of the day is. Why is masturbation harmful to our sexual health? Now, look, a lot of you are not going to agree with me on this one because a lot of men, most men, a lot of men masturbate. They do. They feel I've heard it all. Well, she's not giving me sex, so I got to masturbate. I got to fulfill my needs. Um, I got to masturbate because, you know, I got this tension in me and I got to get rid of it. Uh, I've got to masturbate so that I, you know, so that I can perform better sexually. Um, I've got to masturbate because, um, you know, it, it helps me to uh, perform better later on or, you know, it, it helps me not want to go out and mess with other women. Um, that's kind of stuff. You know, I'm sure there's plenty more that I've heard. I just can't think of it right now. Um, but I just want to say, man, <sighs> God struck down Onan for a reason. That's why it's called Onanism, uh, because the brother spilt his seed on the ground, and God was like, boom, you're done. And why? Because 
the man didn't understand how important and valuable he is as a man. He doesn't understand how important and valuable he is, his, his seed is, what it, it can create life. Your seed can create life, man. Think about that. You can create life. And when you put it on the ground, that, that shows what? You have that we have no respect for God. We have no respect for our wife. We really don't even have respect for ourselves because we don't understand our own power. You know? Um, and listen, I understand the needs of a man, but man, it is possible through our Lord Jesus Christ to get the grace to not masturbate. It is. Priests do it all the time. Nuns do it. it. You know, believe it or not, every priest and nun is not a pervert. They're not. Over the 2,000 years, man, it's a small, small percentage of priests that are perverts and nuns and stuff. The percentage is so small, you can't really even count it. So what does that mean? That means 99% of the priests and the, the, the religious nuns over the entire history of the Catholic Church are have have not have not um um have have not masturbated or fornicated in any kind of way okay so that lets you know through the grace of god it can have it and i've talked to priests that they said listen i could not do this without the grace of god this is why prayer is so important like priest their bride is the church just like christ nuns their their bride, their their groom is Jesus Christ. So that's who they sacrifice for. Just like you as a husband, you sacrifice for your wife and your children. That's what priests and nuns do. Okay. So masturbation hurts our physical power as a man by unnecessarily wasting our sexual hormones. All of our hormones are in our semen. That's another thing you got to know. Your hormones are in your semen. So when you spill your semen on the ground, you become weak as a man. Okay. And when we masturbate over time, we become sexually, spiritually, and mentally weak. Okay. You've got to understand that. If you get to, are depressed, it's because you are masturbating too much. You cannot waste your seed, although there are consequences to these things. That's why it's part of sexual health. That's why it's part of sexual health, because we've got to understand it affects you spiritually. It affects you. It it you you're, you're it, it clear it, it like pornography. You know your mind is not clear. You are you are demonically oppressed, which means the demonic is in your ear, getting you to do things that are against God. And so, if you are doing things against God, that means your mind is cloudy and you don't understand what's going on. You can't think clearly. Okay. Now, again, and when we masturbate over time, we become sexually, spiritually, and mentally weak. How do we become how do we become weak sexually? Why? Because we can't get it up right. And if we do, our erection is very weak or not as strong as it can be. Yeah, that's what masturbation does, man. And eventually you will get erectile dysfunction. You will get it. It's just a matter of time. And then it's and it's spiritually, I've talked about that. And then mentally weak means you you mentally weak means you can't control your passions, you can't control yourself. That your mind, your body is controlling your mind. That's why we that's why we fast, right? We fast from food to show the demons that we can control our body, that we are in control, and we need and then that God gives us grace to be able to fast from that. This is why when you are in a, in a, in a masturbated state, it's important that you ask gr from grace from God to keep to help you not do this. Because I just told you it will make you sexually, spiritually, and mentally weak. Okay? This also causes a depressed state in us, right? Fostering irritability, anger, and frustration. When you masturbate and you lose your hormones, right? Also, your, your libido will go down, too. Okay, next. Also, this causes depressed state and us fostering irritability, anger, and frustration. Okay, we've got to understand that. If you find yourself angry a lot or depressed or you're irritable, you're frustrated, man, that's because your hormones are, are, are gone or gone or they low. Okay, next. Which, when we, um, which we then begin to take it out on our wives and even our children. 
you're find yourself being mentally frustrated and angry and weak and you and you know irritable and stuff, you start taking out on your wife, you start taking out on your kids. That's the natural next thing. This is why masturbation, man, you've got to learn to control your passions as a man. You are the one that control, not your body. And when we do that, we allow Satan to get in between us and our beloved. Okay. Um, love is meant to be shared. And when we masturbate, we turn in upon ourselves as a man, which basically is extreme selfishness, which is another thing that I'll hear note I say. Masturbation equals ultimate selfishness. That's what Matthew Zinner says. Yes, it does. It is, man. Um, and and you guys, you know, look, these this stuff is coming from dudes who know, man. They people. You know, there's a reason God doesn't want you to, to masturbate. It's a reason. And it's not just spiritually and it's not just physical, you know, mentally. It's not just mentally. It's all these things. OK, Um, so we don't want to turn up on ourselves, man. When we turn up on ourselves. man. that means we're just in ourselves like a drug addict, like a crack addict, man, like a cocaine addict, like an alcoholic, man. You know, that's what we do. Those those kind of addictions turn up in on themselves. We only are concerned with our pleasure, extreme pleasure at that moment. God does not exist. Our wife does not exist. Only we exist. Our children don't exist. Only we exist at that particular time with ourselves. And guess who's sitting right next to you? Satan. He's your buddy. Okay. Um, masturbation and pornography will eventually cause erectile dysfunction. And you will be unable to perform or be severely, severely deprived of your sexual performance and stamina. I can't tell you how many guys I've talked to, they masturbate and they can't, they can't last. They're, they can't keep an erection no longer than, what, uh, 30 minutes or something? Dude, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever. Do you want that? That's when that starts to basically what's going on is man, you're eventually starting to get into the erectile dysfunction. And if you never had erectile dysfunction before, it is a miserable, it is a miserable thing to happen to a man. All your confidence goes, you can't please your wife. And then if you have one of those wives that talks about it and, and, and calls you on it, it could be painful. It's real painful. So why even allow that to happen? The reason I'm teaching you this stuff, man, is because I, I don't want you, I want you to prevent all this crap before it happens, right? Prevent all this crap before it happens, okay? Uh, so next, um, the last thing on this real quick is um, basically you will get ED and your sexual drive will all but disappear. And so that is the first five, one, two, three, four. So that is the first five. And tomorrow's show, we'll cover the second five. And I hope that you got some out of that. And we will be right back. If you're getting value from this podcast and would like more personal marriage help, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an opportunity to work with me personally for free. Yes, within 30 days, learn how to become a better husband that attracts your wife back to you. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com and get a plan tailored specific to your marriage and situation. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me the chance to help you using my personal and gained experience. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior coaching for your marriage. Again, SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com. That's SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com to become the man God created you to be and the husband your wife needs. Lastly, I always get the question, why don't you help women? And I always answer them, I do. So for all of you beloved wives out there that want to reignite that feeling of emotional closeness and complete love from your hubby, consider marriage coaching and visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an improved marriage within 30 days.
All right, all right. And so today we are done. And like I said, I very much hope that you men got something out of that today. Um, I'm very passionate about this subject because I understand how important it is. And most people, men, women, and men together don't really understand men's sexual health and what it can cause and what it can do and how it can hamper us as men, which does what? Affects our relationship with God and affects our relationship with our wife. Um, and and we can't allow that. We must stop that from happening. And this is why this these next two shows, this show and tomorrow's show, um, goes over that because it's important information. So share it, get it out there, um, share the podcast, and share things so that you can help others. Um, no, like you know, you know, nobody likes to, nobody likes to talk about bad marriages, do they? Nobody likes to talk about sex in the right way, you know. And when you talk about these things in a proper way, it, it, it helps people right, you know, and so that's where we're heading. So we are done for the day. And as we always do, we end with a quote from Pope Benedict XVI, which states, society offers you comfort, but you weren't made for comfort. You were made for greatness. So go forth, Christian soldier. The spiritual fight is upon you fast. Pray and prepare for battle. Thank you for listening in today. If what you heard helped you in any way and you would like more personal attention, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior marriage coaching. And remember to join the Catholic Alpha Radical Live podcast as a caller or listener every Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern. To join as a caller, dial area code 313 Radical. To join as a listener or view the live stream, visit the Catholic Alpha Radical Live Facebook page or visit CatholicAlpha.com for Catholic marriage help that actually works. Bang.